Are you trying to find the perfect distribution platform to get your music on Spotify and Apple? I personally use and love DistroKid. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash DistroKid to get a small discount and get access to a platform with unlimited uploads for a yearly fee. Happy uploading and enjoy the show. One, two, three. Hello, and welcome back to the Mixing Music Podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm your host, DK. Um, and next to me, my mans, my homie, Landish Lou. Landish Lou, because I come from land, not sea. Or he's outlandish. I don't know. I mean, some of my jokes are pretty outlandish. Outlandish Lou. Okay, that's a, that's what it is, right? All right. <laughs> but uh, Lou, how uh, how are you doing? Man, I am doing good. We're recording these podcasts, and it's it's kind of fun just to uh, be able to just geek out openly and just be like, you know what? Like this information serves everybody that's looking for it. I remember going on Gear Sluts back in the day and trying to find this info, and everybody would just argue. So it kind of feels good to be able to just like voice different thoughts, uh, experiences, and things like that. Like I wish, I wish other people were recording more podcasts when I was coming up. Yeah, and and it's funny because the diversity between you and I, the complex that we have, it's perfect because we at the end of the day we agree with each other. Yeah. But how we get to the where we agree upon is different paths. Yeah, you we may make a left on Kawanga, you may make a right. I don't know. Yeah, and it's it's beautiful because actually. I feel like we're able to put out more quality content because you're here in the sense that I stop you and give a different insight if you say something or you stop me and give me different insight. I actually really appreciate you being my host. And I think the oh, listeners listeners can agree that you're a really great co-host and help expand on ideas. But today, today, actually, if you want to give Lou some love, hit him up on Instagram at Sound. Please, my followers are atrocious. And if you want to hire Lou, I recommend that you hire Lou at least for mastering. This guy is an amazing <laughs> mastering engineer and he's on Soundbetter. Soundbetter, the link to lose Soundbetter is on our description. You can click on, click on it. You can hire Lou out. He's awesome. And I totally recommend him. And uh, thank you. You know what I'm going to say about us? I hate mm. to say this if you're listening, if you're ever wondering if I've always wanted professional mixing and mastering done, but I'm sure that I can't afford it. Yes, I'm going to can. tell you right now, you probably can because we're not as expensive as you think. And we work with a lot of people. Just send us the song when you're asking about it. Half the time when I hear a song I like and the budget's not there, I'll do it anyways. I actually sent out a free mix the other day. I like the song so Whoa, much. Hold on. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. I don't know if we should promote free mixing. No, 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 no. I'm just saying uh, they sent me the song. Uh, they said they were looking for uh, somebody to help them out with it. I liked it so much. That I didn't care. It was one of those where, like, just ask people that you want to work with if you want to work with them. Just say, hey, this is the song. This is the budget. Um, let me know what you think. Half the time, I hear about artists that get picked up by an engineer and say, hey, I'd like to help you cut costs. I'd like to help you do this because I think you have a quality product. The artist told me that they couldn't pay, that they just had an accident and all that. I'm like, you know what? I already did the work, and I don't want it to go to waste. Here you go. Boom. And I actually think that's really awesome. And we should, I actually have a few ideas for the next couple episodes. I'll run by you later after this, after this filming is over. But um, 
Today, we have a very important topic. We have a good topic, and we can go into lengths about this, but we're going to make this the 101-102 seminar with a lot of opinions mixed in. The number one, one of the top debated topics within the recording, mixing, audio world. Microphones. Dun, dun, dun. Different types of mics, how we like to use them, where how they are used, them. brands, and what to look for, where to Price buy ranges. Them. Price ranges, uses. Colors. Aesthetics. With an OU. There you go. Oh, okay. So like uh, the sound of each mic, the actual like character of each mic, yep. bright versus dark, how to use them. We're going to go mm-hmm. over as much as we can in like a 20, 25 minute time frame as much as possible, but microphones, Lou. Let's start with the most important topic, which is vocals. Oh, yeah. Vocals, vocals, vocals. Let's start from low, mid, high, like budget. Let's go from middle ground. Let's go to high. And then let's talk about, like, just in general, about All those right. mics. So let's go with budget. And budget to me is always 100 bucks. Um, reason I say a hundred bucks is because anything below a hundred bucks, I mean, let's, let's it's be probably honest. from like AliExpress. Exactly. It's, it's, so it's shit. If you go to with some quality brands like Sure, Sennheiser, Audix, uh, Audio-Technica, like you'll actually find some pretty amazing mics for a hundred bucks. And the one that we just brought up earlier, uh, on another episode was the SM58, which is a very underrated microphone. You see it all the time in live. You see them get beat. In fact, you can go on YouTube right now and watch somebody destroy one for three minutes. They literally use it as a hammer. They drop it off of a rooftop. They put it underwater. They microwave it, and it still works. And it actually suffered minimal signal difference loss. You know, So I'm just saying, for 100 bucks, my bet is with the SM58, because it's a multi-use workhorse. You can throw it on guitars. You can throw it on bass. You can throw it on vocals. It sounds pretty good on everything, considering its price range. Obviously, you're not going to get a a, a Lawton Eden sound for your vocals with it. You're obviously not going to get a U87 or a Sony C100G for that fact. But, man, for 100 bucks, I'd have to give the bet to SM58s. What do you think? I think SM58 is my number one recommended budget mics for people recording at home. Mm-hmm. You can't miss with it. It's really dark. It is a dynamic mic. They are dark. Um, but to be honest, it's really reliable. Uh, there's a bunch of cheap condenser microphones and cheaper other budget microphones. They might fake that they sound good, like they're very bright and they sound hi-fi. Like, but it's bad because you know a good mic because a good mic, you can manipulate its frequencies. You can take an EQ and it sounds good. You can take a compressor, it sounds good. A bad mic is something like a Blue Hummingbird where... What you see is what you get, and there's the more that you mess with it, the more that you try to manipulate it, the worse it sounds. Yeah. And unfortunately, um, no amount of de-essers fix that, fix that mic. Yeah, like, yeah. and there's just too many peaks and resonances in the microphone itself. Uh, SM58 is one of the most reliable, balanced sounds. It's way underrated in the home studio world. Oh yeah. So this is where it gets fun. You can find some decent condensers at a hundred bucks, but they tend to not work well for vocals. I would say, dude, I would just say for the budget thing, just stick with the dynamic. Yeah, exactly. I don't even think consider the condenser is not a question that I'm asking at a hundred dollars. Exactly. If I ever spent a hundred bucks on another mic, it's, it's going to be like a really cheap mic that I intend to place in really awkward places, you know, like, uh, I don't know another 58 that I'm going to throw on hi-hat. <laughs> you know what I mean? In fact, it, 
forget the 58. Let's just say 57. 57 is the most common used mic in recording. It's used on guitars, vocals. Uh, it gets used on snares. It gets used on toms, on kick drums. Uh, if you want an all-around workhorse mic, 57. But the reality is that between the 57 and 58, I think there's like a 10 hertz difference. Like yeah. it's such a small difference in their in their tone that it almost doesn't really make sense. So if you want a vocal mic specifically designed for vocals, SM58. If you want an all-around workhorse beat-around mic, 57 as well. But both of them are almost identical in sound, so you really can't go wrong. So let's let's define the price for the mid-range. I would say that mid-range pricing is anywhere between like three, $400 to about $1,000. Yeah, I was, I was thinking around like eight, but you're right, around like 1000 because 1000 is where you see like a lot of companies have like that threshold change where like certain yeah. series of microphones go up to 1000 and then it's the next series of microphones. And I want to start... This and we should have said this earlier, but a uh, little little disclaimer here. Um, the show is sponsored by Loudon Audio, hence why we have their mugs. And pretty soon we'll be using their mics to talk. We are actually genuinely huge fans of Loudon, even if they didn't sponsor us. I've been uh, using their mics, I think, like a year and a half now. We've been, um, I've been using their yeah. mics like we had them at school, like at, yeah. B- at BYU, where I went to school, which is really hilarious. I've never, I don't think I've ever said that in the podcast that I went to BYU. Oh. Isn't that hilarious? Well, now they know. Yeah, it's like I did audio (laughs) school at BYU, which is funny. Um, But I love that school, and they always had Loutons and stuff, and we always use them. This is where you find the Loutons like tube microphone, Mm -hmm. um, the LS208 that we're going to replace these 7Bs with. Um, In this price range, you're going to find a lot of other microphones, but the Clarion is another really good one. The Clarion is that the thousand dollar one? Yep. Yeah, actually, ten ninety nine, I believe, is the most. It's like basically it's like eleven. Which, by the way, if you ever wanted to. Buy some Latin audio microphones. We cannot say and divulge too much, but we can say we can get you a very nice deal for new microphones. Something that will, enough that will make you really glad that you reached out to us. So please reach out to us. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, at Midside Sound, at DK Mixes on our Instagram is probably the best place. I haven't yet to set up like a podcast official uh, email instead of our <laughs> personal ones anymore, but. Um, Yes, uh, let's let's talk about some other mid-range ones. The SM7B. Yep. This is Michael Jackson recorded Thriller on this microphone, apparently, mm-hmm. or the the, the earlier revision. Yeah, yeah, the earlier revision of this microphone. This is uh, SM5858 on steroids. Yep. Basically, it's really nice, really great rejection. It is quiet. Yep. Uh, what's another? I love the Latin Audio tube mic. Like that's. Um, yep. So uh, Nick Cannon signed an artist recently called. Uh, he goes by uh, Suave. And uh, I know he's been recording a lot of his songs on the uh, on the wow I'm blinking on it the LA320, um, which is their tube mic. Latin Audio's tube yep. mic, yeah, LA320. <coughs> and it sounds Sorry. it sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. It sounds really good. It's one of my favorite mics of all time. Like especially in that price range. Oh yeah. If you have good acoustic treatment at home, definitely consider that mic. That one's or really consider good. hitting us up before you consider that mic. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, for some people's voices, dynamic just works better. Uh, it's 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 just what it is. Especially depending on the tone, like a condenser will be brighter. Obviously, exactly. Like I was listening to uh, TZO and Baines today; they were doing their uh, live stream. TZO is Chris Brown's engineer. Baines is Young Thug's engineer. And uh, Baines was actually talking about how Young Thug recently has started uh, just using an SM7B on the back couch, you know, but just trying to change his vibe, you know, trying to change his approach. But he went from a Sony C800G to the Lawton Audio Eden. 
So a lot of his recent like hits have actually been eaten. Well, hold on. Let's not go to the top end. No, yet. no, no. But the, you know, the nice stuff. Yeah, uh, no, I see. But I see it's what you're to saying. say like you know, uh, I know a lot of people who will use either an SM7B or an LS208, and they'll record on the couch in the control room because they like the rejection of the mic. So as far as mid tier mics, like uh, getting yourself something with uh, one a good sound with close proximity as a factor so like the 208 or or the sm7b would be a great fit for that but um don't be fooled by the price tag like there's a lot of mid-tier and low-tier mics that are heard on the radio today you know what i mean like it it, don't discount it just because of the price i mean you'd be surprised how much uh how many times a 100 sm58 or sm57 is used on these grammy winning records oh yeah Oh, all the time. Wait a minute. Wasn't, uh, I could be wrong about this, but wasn't uh, Billy, whatever her name is, uh, the she won a ton of Grammys. Billie Eilish. Yeah, yeah. No, well, she recorded uh, on a condenser in their bedroom. But I thought it was an SM7. Uh, it might have been an SM7. It might have been something. But their whole setup was crazy because it was all in home. Yep. Uh, I'm, oh, I don't want to start saying names, but I'm pretty sure Cheryl Crow likes to record on an SM58, 57. You know, I wouldn't doubt it. Motorhead recorded a lot of their records on the 57. There you go. And yeah. a lot of, a lot of these artists and a lot of records are made with these low budget mics. So don't feel bad about them. Um, but that being said, uh, what to consider the mid range is if you already have a bunch of mics, diversity, you might consider like a different tone or different sound. Each microphone has a different tone or a different sound. If you're looking to buy more mics, in the mid-range, consider your acoustic treatment, whether you want a dynamic or close-range microphone mm-hmm. or, like, a nice condenser. Yeah, um, but in the case of vocals, you know, usually a large diaphragm condenser, meaning that it's uh, it's about, like, a one-inch diaphragm, uh, you know, versus, like, a pencil condenser or something of that nature, you know. But um, large diaphragm condensers tend to be your best bet when it comes to, like, mid-range condensers. Um, you start seeing some pretty amazing ribbon designs. Uh, we once haven't you get even gotten to, into that. Let's yeah. talk about ribbons in a minute. Yeah, because that one is uh, in the $1,000 range and just above, so that's going to be the next tier. So let's talk about top-end range. And then we'll kind of do an overview of all the microphones and then the mi- types that we miss. For example, yeah. ribbons. Um, but we're gonna let's leave ribbons as a separate thing for now. But let's do $1,000 plus. And I'm going to put this into perspective. In studios, it is not strange to see a ten to twenty thousand dollar microphone. Ten to twenty thousand dollar microphones are kind of usually with vocals, which is the most important part of the record in most cases. Um, if you're going to be spending a crap ton of money on a microphone, let it be your one workhouse microphone. My favorite top end microphone, high end microphone, is uh, the C12. Okay, yeah. AKG yeah. or the Telefunken C12. Yeah. Not the 251. 251 is good. I yeah. really like the 251. 12 is better to be, in my opinion. And actually, in the budget, in the mid-range, I want to add two more microphones okay. that I've had experience with. The Aventone CV12, which is a clone of the C12, is really nice. I've modded my uh, my box, my power supply, and I've modded, I changed out the tube. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds amazing. Even without the mods, it sounds consistent. It sounds amazing. Um to be honest, I think that the LA320 is better from Loud mm-hmm. Audio, uh, but it's a really good, uh, um, really great mic with a lot of diverse, like you got the filter switches, the input yep. pad and stuff, and I don't think the LA320 has that. So if you're looking for a diverse microphone, the uh, the, um, the Aventone CV12. Another one is um, from micparts.com, I think, oh, micparts.com. Yeah, the, the custom company, yeah. Yeah, um, I modded mine even further beyond the instructions, but for about... 800 900 maybe a little bit less you can actually buy all the parts to build your own 
C12 or 251 mm-hmm. or to build your own microphones. Uh, and the $800 range is like where they have like their tube mics and um, cheaper they have like three to $500, which is their FET mics. They're not tube mics. Um, I prefer tube mics. Um, we could talk about why in a moment, but um, mic parts, it's awesome because if you had to build it yourself, if you can solder and if you can read instructions pretty well and you're pretty, pretty coordinated, I recommend that because you're saving a lot of costs. With a finished microphone, you remember, you're buying the cost that you're buying it at for for is including the putting it together. So if you can buy it pre putting it together, six hundred dollars pre put together is going to go a longer way than six hundred dollars finished. <coughs> Sorry, I said that all with like a scratch in my throat. That was weird. <laughs> oh, I was really holding back. But uh, yeah, that's those are two companies I don't throw in the ring. What's your favorite uh, top end like high like before we get to the Eden? Okay. Because I was going to say, for the last year and a half, that's been what I've been using. Oh, but we have lots to say about the Eden. Oh, my God. I love it. But I'll hold back on it. Let's, Just let's do that back. last. Yeah. So, um, when I, you know, when I first got a studio together with my old business partner, uh, Goldie, and uh, the whole MeFly team, like uh, C-Dub and GoodBook and all, everybody, Pitt, um, we actually had a Manly Reference as our regular mic in the studio. And I actually got really used to the sound of the Manly Reference and always kind of revered it as like one of the best microphones I ever used. The funny thing is at the time it was only like 2,700. I believe they're now like three grand. Um, it's still really, really good. And it, a lot of people compare it to like the Sony C800Gs at $7,000 less. I mean, if you consider today's used Sony market, starts like we're talking 10. about 10. Yeah. But now with today's used market, because they're no longer in production, we're talking about $10,000 cheaper now. And, uh, the Manly Reference Cardioid is only like three grand, and it's actually a really good airy microphone. I know Ari Lennox has recorded with one before. I know Keith has like recorded the with it. I like the Manly Reference a lot. Yeah, they're great mics. It's really bright, and the way that their brightness is, is it kind of like, it's smooth. It's really it's, bright, it's but it's smooth. smooth. But the, the S's is the biggest issue yeah. for me on it. But if I had to choose like three mics, like not going past $3,000. Because that's three thousand is another like point break like where you see a lot of manufacturers. Once it's past three thousand, you get into like very niche microphones. But uh, like the thousand or three thousand, I'd have to say Manly Reference is a definitive yes for me every time because it's a great microphone to have on hand. Uh, Lot and Audio Eden is always going to be my personal priority, especially with all the work I've been doing with it. Um, but lastly, everybody would assume like a U87, even though it's like 3200 for that mic or even cheaper if you find them used. Um, I actually say stay away from that mic, personally U87s suck. Yeah. Stop picking Neumann because it's Neumann. They suck. Yes. So here's- Sorry, here's, I, they don't suck. Let me say nice words. They're, they're just a little way too popular overhyped. for what they're, Yeah. Really overhyped. They're it, great. They actually started off as a brand that everybody bought because it was cheap enough to buy plenty of them and beat around. And if it broke, it didn't really matter. Yeah. But then because of its popularity, they raised the price, not because it got that much more expensive to produce. It's because they became popular. It's so if you're going to buy tactic. an 87, buy a warm audio. If you're going to do an 87, buy a warm audio. Yeah. Buy a clone. Or, or buy an Eden. Ooh. I'm just saying, uh, so... Uh, this is not trying to boast about the Eden. This is just reality and fact. Uh, back when I was working with uh, Dreamville a lot, because uh, while Ari Lennox was living in L.A., I was assigned as her engineer. Um, we actually recorded like the Keanu Day chocolate record, and Ari's vocals were recorded on the Eden. They had a U87 at the studio, but when I took my Eden back, 
uh, they called me. They're like, hey, what happened to the Eden? I was like, well, I took it home. It's mine. They're like, oh, because Omen wants to use it and Boz wants to use it. And like the, his engineer is hitting me like, bro, I missed that microphone. Why'd you leave me with the 87? Yeah. Yeah. The Eden is is absolutely incredible. And yeah. I mean, again, we are sponsored by them, so we have a little bit of bias, but there's a reason. I think the Eden is going to be we the got, number one. Just to be clear, uh, we got sponsored after I had already been using them for a long time yeah, and yeah, put yeah. other mics aside and for them. Same, same, same. Yeah. But just to be clear, the reason why I like the Eden, I also just want to be clear that we are sponsored, you know. Yeah, no, I get think, it. You know yeah. how it is. But um, I do want to say that with the Eden, it's probably my number one choice for a top-end microphone because of the three vocal settings. On the back, it's got the most diverse settings. So it is a tube microphone, and tube adds those extra harmonics. It sounds really nice. It splashes the sound a little bit better. Mid-range comes a little forward. <clears throat> yeah, and it's nice. Um, I do think the the buttons, there's like a high-pass filter, so you can actually filter out two sets of some it. boomy. Yeah, two sets of them, two different angles and two different places, frequencies. Um, there's a pad, mm-hmm. which is nice, and... The last thing is the voicing switches. On the back of the Eden, there is Oh, a, actually, not the pad. It's the uh, uh, pickup Oh, the, the pickup pattern. Cardioid, yeah. hypercardioid, or bidirectional. No, it's a bidirectional, omnidirectional, and cardioid. There you go. There you go. The three pickup patterns, um, which is great for three different tones on top of that. But then um, on the back, there's the voicings, which is, can I say? Forward, forward gentle, and neutral. Forward, neutral, gentle. That's yeah. what it is, from yeah, the top yeah. to bottom. Forward, yep. neutral, gentle. Forward being like a brighter C800G kind of esque bright mid range. I like forward. to think of it like a two fifty one. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it is. And then uh, the neutral, which is the sound of it, which is very beautiful. I usually keep it on neutral or forward. Think of it like a, a U forty seven back in the day. Had it been brand new, you know, not broken in, not worn down at the studio, but like it sounds like a brand new forty seven. You get that nice warm tone to it, but there's enough top end and mid range to where it's like ah. That's that modern sound. Yeah, and that gentle even rolls off the top in a little bit more, yeah. makes it really nice. It's still that condenser sound, but it's yeah. gentle and smooth. And to be honest, the reason why number one, Eden is my number one, is not because I'm sponsor- we're sponsored, not because of anything other than it's diversity. If you're going to have one nice microphone in your studio, one. you have three different sounds, plus polar patterns, plus, plus your high pass, whatever, in one microphone. Yeah. You're getting three microphones for one. And that's why it's my go-to mic. Um, I remember we were recording uh, over at Woodcrest Recording in Malibu uh, when we first started on Keisha's project. And we were recording on a Soyuz. And at first I thought, not bad, but something just feels missing. Um, so I called up uh, Trent over at uh, Lawton Audio and I told him, like, hey, man, um, is there a chance we can use an Eden for these recordings? Because, you know, I just the Soyuz is great, but it's just not working for her sound. They said, cool. They sent me out one. Uh, the staff actually set it up for me before I got to the studio. That's another thing that, you know, previous episode talking about showing that you care for your clients. You know, they actually went out of their way to set up the mic for me. So when I arrived, I just had to power it on. But they actually told me, they're like, dude, what microphone is this? They had never heard about it before. You know, their microphones at their studio are much more expensive than in. They're like, that is one of the best vocal mics I've heard. And the cool thing is I started telling him about the voice switching. did Lucky Day say the same thing? Like, this Oh, yeah. Actually, rest. I have it on video. Lucky Day is like, ooh, I like the sound of my oh, voice it sounds good. This. And we're not even like, it's not even a mix. It sounds good. Yeah, yeah. And it's just him, no plugins or anything. Um, but Boom. 
Uh, I think that says it all. Yeah, and really. then and then I, I mean I gotta throw my C12 in there for the top. Oh my god, top yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. C12 is is twelve hundred bucks, brand new. Um, used is probably more expensive because they, especially mm-hmm. if it's vintage. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> C12 is my favorite. It's my favorite of all time. I'm sorry, it's just I just love it so much. Um, another top end microphone that I really like that I would consider. Let's go um, an even more cheaper route, like just above ten a thousand. Um, have you ever tried the the clones from Peluso? Oh yeah, I actually owned the C12 clone from Peluso. Yeah, yeah. Uh, E-Man uses it. One of Acon's engineers, yeah. and um, the Peluso sounds really good as well. That's more yeah. of like a budget top end kind of thing. It's really nice. I like it. But he's also the guy that actually puts in brass capsules into other people's 414s. Like he actually has his own brass capsule to to recreate the original like C12. Uh, original brass 414 sound. Yeah. And this is so funny because we're out of time and we didn't even talk about any other instrument or drum. So it turns out this entire episode was just about vocals. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and I, I want to say, let's, let's quickly, very quickly go over ribbons and where that stands. Ribbons are great, especially if you match them with a bright microphone for vocals, if you're putting them side to side. If you're looking for that Adele sound, uh, you can get some active ribbons because the active ribbons tend to have a little more top end to them. Ribbon, by the way, for you listening, ribbon microphones, there's three types of microphones, main type of microphones. There's condenser microphones, there's dynamic microphones, and then there's ribbons. Ribbons are the lowest volume, the lowest output, so you have to have the most amount of gain or the most amount of volume. Um, and they're also the darkest by quite a bit. They're famous for like Frank Sinatra. They were the first microphones ever invented. Actually, carbon. Oh, really? Or yeah. some of the first mainstream microphones yeah. that was used, like the RCA, the 44. Um, that's like, again, like it's really dark, used a lot in jazz, has a lot of proximity effect. In my opinion, it's not that great because it's so crazy. You're going to need it's, EQ. You're going to need EQ. And it's so performance-based. Like, if you get closer, there's a lot more low-end from proximity yeah. effects. It can be blown out. There's some maintenance. But it sounds amazing when it comes to the darkness. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like, you, and, like, think about this. Like, a good R&B song with, like, a nice ballady R&B song with real instruments. And then you mm-hmm. have a dark, fat vocal of yeah. an alto female singer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. One of my favorite mics that we ever recorded through was... Uh, it was an RC44 clone from AEA, and it was an active version of it. Uh, really? AEA sent me and Keisha out some microphones to try out. We were trying to find a new vocal tone. you know. So we're sampling different mics because, once again, there's no one mic to rule every voice. But Except maybe the Eden. Except the Eden because it's three different mics in one. Yeah. So, But that's what we landed on. You know, That's what we landed on. We yeah. actually cut a lot of records on the Eden. But, uh, no, what's funny is... Um, uh, the ribbon mic sounded so natural and pure, but Keisha's positioning was a big factor in why we had it like that. She was actually six inches away from the capsule when she normally records about three inches away. Yeah, so ribbons are a lot more like picky. Yeah. There's a lot more maintenance and engineering type stuff involved, but really good option to consider, especially if you're trying to diversify your mic portfolio. But anyway, uh, any other thoughts about recording with microphones on vocals? I think they can listen to the next episode. Listen to the next episode or the episode before, which is home recording as well. Yeah, because there's so much information. We can go in easy another two hours. Yeah, so this is episode number 87 that I'm planning on right now. So episode number 86 is home recording. The previous episode, we did talk about microphones and what to pick in a home studio. But this is just general about vocal microphones. There's a lot more companies and brands and microphones to consider. Um, But the big thing is also, the only thing that you need to remember is don't overthink stuff. Um, just make content. Content is the most important thing. And 
And also, don't buy a blue hummingbird. Okay, on that note, <laughs> happy recording, a happy mixing, and stay saucy, my friends. Boom. One, two, three. If you'd like to take advantage of my free guides and online videos, please check out links.dkmixes.com. That's links.dekeimixes.com. If you can't get enough of the Mixing Music Podcast and want three times the amount of episodes every week, subscribe to our exclusive content for only $4 a month or $40 a year at mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash exclusive. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments. Not minutes, like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.